it's my birthday y'all happy birthday to me not only is it my birthday but i'm dropping my 30th episode super excited so thank you thank you thank you everyone who's been listening and continues to listen episode 30 i think is going to be something definitely worth listening to i want you all to know that the oasis podcast will be taking off the month of august so gotta rest gotta relax um been in therapy so there's a lot of things i'm unpacking there and hopefully i can draw some episodes speaking about that journey Um, but i want you all to take this time to listen to episodes 1 through 30 right if you missed a few episodes before go back listen to it and please 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 don't forget to comment rate and review us uh, share your favorite episodes as well as email and and send us any show ideas you might have you have any questions any comments if you need any assistance you know what i'm saying if you want us to myself and my guests to kind of weigh in on maybe an issue or something you've been dealing with please please feel free to do that so i look forward to speaking to you all very soon and have a great summer be safe welcome back everyone thank you for joining us i hope you all are safe and well as you are listening to this podcast episode Today, I have a very new and special guest with me on the Sister to Sister episode. My very long time, I guess, friend, you could say, right, from college days, Miss Patty. Patty, introduce yourself to the listeners. Hi, everyone. My name is Patty. Um, just a quick brief uh, thing about me I'm a case manager uh, working for the city of New York. And I have known Miss AJ for a very, very, very <laughs> long time. One of my very dear friends. I'm happy to be on your show. Yes, a very long time, girl. Uh, yeah. So just for those who are, if this is the first time you're listening to a Sister to Sister podcast episode, the Sister to Sister kind of segments, I guess I'll call them, or episodes are really for us as Black women to connect with each other, to dispel that stigma or that 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 notion of oh black women can't be friends we always trying to cut each other down which is absolutely not the case right um and so this is also opportunity for other young black women other women in general who can listen and um connect with uh other women but also leave the episode with a gem from uh, that they can use and apply to their lives right um things that hopefully they can grab things that they wish they knew um, and we also can then have a mini therapy session, right? <laughs> and share yes. with each other and get some things off of our chest, especially during these quarantine times, right? Um, there's probably oh. a lot of self-reflection and things going on and we need to get some things out, okay? <laughs> yes, yes. Right, so Miss Patty, all right? I, you have, again, we've known each other for, child, Lord, cause a long time, <laughs> a long, long time. Yes. And we, we went to college together. We then kind of lost touch because of life, right? Yes. And, and yes. we just so happened to bump into each other, like what, like what, like a year or two ago or so? Yeah, I was going, I was walking home and I see you strutting up the street in a summer dress with keys in hand. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. I couldn't believe it. I was like, it's really her. Yeah, and ever since then, we've just been like two peas in the pod, you know? Yes, Miss Patty was with her little princesses. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> look at them. Like, uh, yeah, they were so cute. But anyway, I digress. But anyway, so that's, I wanted to mention that because I think that's something that's important to share that black women, we can have long-term relationships with friends, right? With people. Yeah. But understanding that life does happen, right? Life happens where you won't talk to people for a long time, right? Like, because, listen, okay, when life happens, it happens. And, um, but understanding that you can always reconnect. And when your spirit connects with somebody, it doesn't matter how long, you know, separated, you'll reconnect again. There's something about that person that will draw you to that person. And when we connect the child, I think we both needed that reconnection. (laughs) I mean, listen, you know what? The energy when I first met you, like, again, was just like, oh, my God. It was kind of like, you know, you see see a, a child go from, like, teenager trying to figure things out to now a full-fledged adult. And you just, I just saw you a full bloom and you were just, you always had that air of confidence. Like I'm the shit. Yeah. It's me. I'm here. That's you know, you always, alive. <laughs> <laughs> it, 
You know what I mean? And I always had that little low-key kind of air to me, too. I was like, listen, I can see it. But mm-hmm. You always look out for that. You, you walk into the room like, yes, okay? Like, <laughs> I mean, you okay. know what? Blame my, father, blame my father for that. He was the one that he would walk in strutting and everybody just broke their neck. He was very good at commanding the room. And I guess it kind of just spilled onto me. But, you know, it was just at that point in time, seeing you, I had had some serious life experiences and um there were some people that I tried to reconnect to like hey listen you know I was going through my own thing in life but I'm here I'm sorry I apologize like let's try to kind of reestablish the relationship and some people were like sure great so how you doing uh-huh. let's go have a drink like right right now or next week or you tell when you're free and some people were like nah sis you done left I'm good you should have thought about that the first time yeah. either way mm-hmm. it's okay yeah because I truly feel like whoever and whatever is meant for you it will always find its way back to you yeah, absolutely mm-hmm. in all things in all areas and when you see situations like that arise the best thing for you to do is just oh, okay and it's not to say that your feelings won't be hurt or you won't be upset or mm-hmm. you won't get in the, you won't get in your emotions. Like, Oh, you know, I just put my heart out there and I apologize to this person. And I understood that I went wrong with them and they couldn't receive that. It's okay. Some people won't be able to receive that. And you just have to take um, rest in knowing that when you lay down at night, can you live with yourself? Have you done right by people as much as you possibly could have? It's not to say you're perfect. But for the most part, did we cover most of the bases? Did we try to do right by the people around us? And if you can say yes, well, then congratulations. You've made it through another day. Yeah. You know, you've definitely put in that work. Um, If you haven't and it's starting to bother you, then you know at that point in time, you need to start putting in the work. And you need to start changing the narrative about yourself, not just what people are thinking, but what you're thinking about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And I realize that's why a lot of us as sisters, as brothers, and just the relationships in between all of us that um, we're we're all damaged or broken in some area. Mm-hmm. And if we're not careful, we'll bleed out on someone else. Yeah. It all starts with you. Yeah. The work starts with you. And I really wish a lot more of our of our sisters and our brothers would do the work. And you know internally. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And I think, though, there's a part of it where I think people are afraid to do the work simply because they think that it's something they have to do by themselves. And I think that there is a part of it. Yes, you have to. You got to you gotta cross this, this desert or whatever by yourself. Um, yeah. But there's another huge part of your healing and your growth that you, you, you need to do with others, right? And we yes. don't, I don't think that we, we cherish that part enough or, or we feel that we have enough individuals around us that we can trust that we can really like heal with that person and allow them to share their stories, allow or allow yourself to share your story and be vulnerable so that you can grow. And I think that's what's essential for um, really getting to that next level. And it, I have to be grateful. And I, and for me personally, I I'm like beyond grateful that this stage in my life, when I decided to really heal, I had people around me and I kept, connecting to people just like you around me that were at that same point or allowed me to like be me so I can heal properly if that makes sense you know what I mean give me that space and I think that's why I wanted you like so bad on the podcast because the conversations (laughs) we had it was just so crazy how we would be thinking about each other we hit each other up and be like oh girl I was just thinking about you or we'll have conversations and be like oh girl I had a dream about that or oh girl I was thinking about this last week like and we were always in and I don't think that was that was a mistake. Like that was just like a happenstance. Yeah. That that was divine intervention. That was the universe. Like, yo, this is why I brought y'all back together. You know? Yeah. I mean, I will be honest with you. You are definitely an answered prayer. And you know why I say that? And I'm trying not to get emotional because I had went through. Because uh, <laughs> you know, I know, right? I've been all emotional. This like isolation oh. now. <laughs> I mean, when I really stop and think about how many points in time I was so broken, Mm -hmm. 
and I trusted people mm-hmm. and they broke me even more. Oh, girl. <laughs> when I, you know, people that were supposed to carry you. Because mm-hmm. even though you're an adult, there's still some moments where your inner child shows up. Mm-hmm. And that's the time that people really need to nurture you and handle you with kitten gloves. And instead, they drop you. Yes, it's sir. like dropping a baby. And what do they do? They do more damage. Mm-hmm. And it's not to say that it's my fault or I should have known better. Mm-hmm. You, sometimes people will give you that um, genuine feeling that you can trust them. Mm-hmm. And then you open up in front of them and what do they do? They break you again. So I've learned yeah. over time, you know, be careful who you are broken in front of. Mm-hmm. And that's why for me, I had to, I had to isolate for a little bit because I really, I, I needed to, just get away from people. I was always looking for the approval of people, for people to like me and to be a likable person. And I had to set all of that aside and say, okay, forget about everybody for a second. Do you like you? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, do you really like you? Mm-hmm. You know, do you, do you like your strengths? Which most of us would be like, yeah, girl, you know, I like my strengths. But do you like your weaknesses? Mm-hmm. Do you like the ugly parts of you, the unlovable parts of you? Can you accept those Uh and still be comfortable in that imperfection? Uh You know, and if the answer is no, then yes, you still have some work to do. And yes, it's very important to have good people around you. That's why I said you are an answered prayer. I was like, you know, God, I've been so good to so many people and I'm not looking for any of that back. Uh I just want it to be returned to me in the form of somebody else because I don't give to get back mm-hmm. I don't look for a reward I don't I don't do it for a like I do it because I genuinely love or care about that person even if I don't know you yeah. it's just the love in me that's just like oh this person you know they fell down let me help them with their bags you know or you see a sister on the street you know how many women I stop I'm like girl you are rocking that outfit today mm-hmm. And it just puts a smile. They're like, thank you so much. You see the hair flick and they start (laughs) strutting. I'm like, go ahead. Because what I did was instead of somebody, instead of me going around breaking someone, I have now helped heal somebody Uh in just a kind word, a random act of kindness, you know? So yeah, definitely. It's two-sided. You have to do the work internally with yourself, some parts, and then you, it's also good to have that network. Isolation isn't always good as uh-huh. we can see from quarantine yeah girl i thought about you yesterday huh i thought about you yesterday i was like it's nice outside <laughs> me and my friend we would have been in a restaurant oh, having mimosas oh my gosh i was so in my feelings yesterday too i was just like it's so nice out i could have been at the park I, we could have been yeah. at brunch <laughs> <laughs> i was right. like oh god <laughs> No, I was in my feelings. No, seriously, I was in my feelings yesterday. I was in my feelings. I ain't even gonna hold you. I really was. People was outside partying, like we not, we not um dealing with the Rona. I, but I was inside all sad, you know, because I'm, I'm like, I ain't, I'm not gonna lose my mind like y'all right here because y'all thinking it's hot. Nah, I want to see the rest of summer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-mm, I'm good. I'm good. Exactly. But, I've seen some people outside with a mask, with no mask on, yeah. no Girl, gloves, walking around. Yeah, on my block. Congre- there was like at Congre- least 20, 20 people right here in front of my building. Why? That's another story because oh. you already know how I feel about that. Just chilling, <sighs> kids, everything, just out here, just. Ch- I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's what we do. All right. Like, oh, <laughs> but. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, despite, yeah, all that other craziness going on, but something that you said definitely struck a chord. And I was thinking when I was kind of in my, I was in my my mess, I guess you can say about like two years ago, um, maybe a little over two years ago. And I was, um, I think something I came across, a meme or something, a post somebody put up and I said, you... Uh, I'm going to butcher the wording, but it just, it just, when I read it, it made me go, oh, wow. It said, you gave so much, imagine, it said, you gave so much um, energy or you gave so much love or whatever, I forget the wording, to all the wrong people. But imagine how beautiful it could be when you're giving all that energy and love to the right ones. Wow. And like, 
that right there, when I tell you, like, it just turned a switch off in my head because I was in a space where I was just like, I'm tired of doing for people and people using me and, you know, I'm not getting this and this and this. And I don't know, something about those words just made me go, no, but you are a person. This is you. This is what you love to do. You like making people feel good, right? You like being there for people. You like what, whatever way it is, even if it's just like a, a quick, hey girl, hey, and that's all you do. Or if it's like, oh, let's go out on a town and whatever, that's what you enjoy doing. You enjoy doing that for people. Don't let the people, you know what I'm saying, that didn't know how to, how to receive that, right? Didn't know how to yeah. hold that, keep you from yourself and keep you from the things that you enjoy doing for others. Because that is what your purpose is, your calling is, right? Yes. To be, to be a nurturer. And that literally um, turned a switch in my head. So just you saying that. And then when we have talked and I'm like, yeah, we're both on the same wavelength. It's like, yeah, we like doing for people. We like being there for people. Not because I want to receive anything back at all. Right. But at the same yeah. time, I don't want to be abused either. <laughs> <You know? laughs> exactly. Exactly. Mm -mm, I exactly. ain't doing that no more. No, no, no. Um, but no, you're absolutely right. And I mean, now that you've said that now, you know, here, here we can now introduce the bitter woman because mm. I've been her too. Mm. And um, yeah, it wasn't a pretty sight um, because at that point in time, you know, that's, it's kind of, you have ever seen uh, people make the analogy of a ship when it's sinking because all the water and everything is spilling in. Mm. That's literally who we are. Like when we start letting things get inside, hate um abuse whether it's physical emotional mental our own negative um thoughts start speaking and seeping in when we start letting all this bad energy all this negativity start seeping in and we really start holding on to it that's where all that stuff comes in so back to the bitter woman um i had went through a really bad breakup and I was just so angry, so angry with men. I was so angry with myself, like, oh, how could I let it get this far? How could I, you know, how could I be so stupid? Like, I should have had a standard. You know, you start with the whole internal beating yourself up kind of thing. And I was just angry. And I mean, most times when you're in that space, you don't realize you're angry until someone points it out. So one of my friends was like, Patty, girl, I love you, but you are angry. Hmm. you really need to, and she, she's a Christian. She's like, you need to seriously like pray and ask God to take all of that. Cause girl, you are angry. Right. And you know, at first, you know, your you know, your girlfriends, you think, you know, they tell you stuff and you're like, ah, she don't know what she's talking about until I went out on a date. Mm -hmm. I thought I was ready to date. And this guy said to me, he said, ma, you are beautiful, but damn, you are angry. Oh, wow. And we, it, needless to say, it was three o'clock in the morning. We just came back from a party. Everybody was drunk. So he was actually yelling this. And I knew at that point in time, I went from being kind of on the tipsy side to I sobered up real fast. You know, when that kind of happens to mm -hmm. you. And I yelled out, all I want to be is respected. And it wasn't at him, it was just the past stuff that I had been through. And I would just, I was walking around with a chip on my shoulder because I was just like, you know, I did this and I did that. And this guy, he did this to me and he dragged my name and he did all this stuff. And now everybody's looking at me crazy and people don't even know my side of the story. I wasn't even allowed to defend myself. Yeah. I wasn't even allowed to speak at my own trial while people were tearing me down, yeah. you know? And I had gotten bitter and I was like, you know, I'm not doing nothing for anybody. It's just about me and yeah. this and that and the third. And you know what? Thank God for my father, he said to me, he said, if you let people change you, uh -huh. then you've already given over your power already. Uh -huh. Yes. And, uh -huh. you know, Thank God for him, because he's been through his own little stuff, too. And I was just like, ah, oh, I didn't give away no power. And he said, look at how you're carrying on. He was like, when someone that has their own power, they're not easily flustered. They don't let people change them. 
And that's what happens to a lot of bitter women. It's that one situation or that one person or a series of things that has happened that they have not dealt with. They have not done the work. They have not sat down with their girlfriends and had a little, you know, ladies time, ladies meeting, and just really get that out, have a little girls intervention. And the bitterness sets in. And then the longer you sit in it, it's the harder it is to get out of it. Yes, you know? absolutely. And I had shut down at one point to everyone and everything. And I, and I said, you know, if I let this person change me, he's already one. Yep. I yep. love doing for people. I love helping people. And I realized that's why a lot of my blessings are still coming. Uh-huh. Because the little random acts of kindness for strangers, for friends, for family. I don't look for nothing back. But you know what? When I'm going through something, somebody will pop on over. Hey, here's some groceries, man. Uh-huh. Here's $40. Uh-huh. Oh, you were in my thoughts. I was just thinking about you. How are you? Uh-huh. And it'll be something that I needed right yes. then in that moment. Yes. Yep. Right then in the moment. So... Yeah, when I see bitter women now, I, I, it used to repel me, but I, I, I see the hurt and the wounds more than anybody else because mm-hmm. I was once her and I had to do that work. And, you know, I thank God for, you know, for good friends, you know, for good women, for the people that have come around that have helped and assisted and aided along the way, even if they're not here now. Yeah. I'm still just grateful for them. They serve their purpose and they're gone. And as I welcome them in peace, I also learn to let people go in peace too. Mm-hmm. Girl, and that that part is, I think, hard. Have really, it's hard, but that's when you also know you've really grown. When you, like in your prayers or when, you know, when you out here meditating, whatever um, method that people use and want to call it, and you pray for those in your life, but you also pray for those who are no longer there for you. And I, and that 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 is something to be grateful for too. I think sometimes we get angry that oh this person ain't here no more. No, I'm thankful for them not being here anymore. You know what I'm saying? Thank you for whatever you gave me. But I'm I'm, I'm happy because I know that that was in the divine plan that you you couldn't come to come come on the rest of the journey with me. You know, yeah. and I'm grateful for that as well. Yeah, I mean, you know, a, a few preachers have talked about you know, friends for a season, mm. friends for a reason, yeah. you know, and yeah. friends for a lifetime. Yeah. And, you know, we put so much of our life and everything that goes on with it in the hands of other people. Mm-hmm. But that's really our responsibility to figure out and to determine based yeah. on what people say to you, coupled with what they do to you and for you, where they are. And no matter which category that they fill, just be happy in that. Mm-hmm. Because we go, we're going to go through this all the time. We're going to gain some. We're going to lose some. Like this pandemic has really shown me the value of human life. Oh. I think we all took our life for granted. You know, like, oh, I'm going to get up tomorrow. I'm going to get that joint done tomorrow. Oh, I'm going to see grandma tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us, our loved ones took their last breath and we can't even see them. Mm-hmm. A lot of our coworkers, our friends, people we randomly knew about around the neighborhood, they took their last breath and none of us were there to be with them. Right. It's a, it's a crazy time. And um, it's really just, it's done something for me. I'm like, listen, I don't have time to be mad at nobody, <laughs> but I do still want you to stay away from me. <laughs> I love you. you stay over there. <laughs> just stay over there. I, I'll just love you right over there. Just, yeah. you can't get within three feet because then you're going to get on my nerves, mm-hmm. but I don't want you dying either, you know? Right. And then you see the flip reverse. Some people are just heartless in this pandemic. And I, you know, yes. this quarantine, I'll be honest with you, it's messed up how it happened, but it had to happen Yeah, because we all had to see people have been hiding and faking the fraud. Uh, and being fugazi for a long time. Mm-hmm. So this point in time, you're really seeing people in their full form. You're yep. seeing the people that really care about you. Hey, girl, just checking in. Are you still alive? Is mm-hmm. Rona crazy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. Um, yeah. And then some people, you don't hear from them at all. Hey, can I borrow $40? Hey, 
AJ, I could buy forty dollars, and you ain't you ain't speak to AJ in six months. Mm-hmm. So yeah, AJ, you know I need a favor. You know I got locked up. You could bail me out. You ain't speak to AJ in five years, but you over here asking but me they for no, because they know what you they know your light, and and they people always gonna search for that. They always gonna talk. girl. You already know. You heard the story, so you ready, girl? You ready? <sighs> you ready? Girl, 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 I done been there too. They come back around like I can't even tell you during this quarantine how many hmm. exes come back around. Oh, I miss you. Was just thinking about you. Oh, really? <laughs> no, you just bored. You you bored, girl. Lady, on this recording, please do not fall for the hype, sisters. At all. Do fall for the hype. These men are bored. They bored. And they well, whoever they quarantine with is getting on their nerves. They realize she wasn't it. Boy, bye. Yep. <laughs> she looked like Planet of the Apes and you looking like you're still in the quarantine. Listen, honey, stop. I'm being, being funny. I'm kidding. <laughs> A lot of people out here got bias remorse. They're like, oh, mm-hmm. quarantine. Well, huh? Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, oh, no. Oh, almost two months in. Literally, this week. Um, few days ago and again my I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say what I need to say but I, this is it's always the universe sending me messages on Facebook I follow this group it's called Black Girls Healing and oh, it was okay. a message in there I feel like I might have sent it to you well, maybe not I'm not sure but if not I'll send it to you the invite to the group but again a bunch of black women you know get getting ourselves right you know and yeah. there was a meme there saying um hey it literally says like this hey hey you I'm, I'm talking to you your mind is too powerful for you to be, um, damn, how did they word it? But pretty much for you to be um, thinking things pretty much all willy-nilly, right? Because you know your mind is just that powerful that is going to manifest this stuff in your life. And I swear on everything, I swear I read that in that morning. And literally by like the afternoon, well, I saw the message that afternoon, but it was in my inbox because that person is like, I, like I don't get notifications from them so yeah. um that ex that 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 with that whole jail thing in January whatever we haven't talked in like a few like a month or two or whatever and I was thinking for whatever reason he popped into my head that day I thought about it I was like you know what nah I'm good I don't want to hear from him lord I don't want to hear from him I'm good <laughs> child <laughs> why why I swear everything I'm answering another message and then I see that that message was there and oh he me wow. up. He hits me up. Hey, just checking to see if you good and if you need anything. It's almost two months in, bro. I could have been dead for all this of all that matters. God forbid. <laughs> I'm, you know what I'm saying? But oh yeah, now you worried about how I am and if I need anything. I could have been hungry. I could have been anything. Now you worried? Boy, bye. Like I'm, and um, I, I just, I just, I left it real, real like. Pretty much, I'm blessed and highly favored. I don't need anything. I hope you and just left it like that, like. Goodbye. I mean, like, listen, at least he asked because which I is a fact, but but just like what you were saying, I think it's more of a shit. Now I'm bored, or whoever was keeping my attention is not there no more. And yeah. let me see, let me see about sis, right? Because sis is usually uh, open, I probably maybe having a conversation or at least being there to, to, to talk and whatever. No, sir, not no. You deal with your ish, deal with whatever you're dealing with over there. I don't want that energy over here. I don't want it. <laughs> well, well, let me tell you what one of my exes did to me. So he hit me up. Oh, oh, um, I just found out my grandmother died. Now, mind you, when I was dating him last year, he already had two grandmothers that passed away. So I'm wondering where this third grandmother came from. <laughs> yeah. Is this a fairy grandmother, you know, with a wand, turn you from a frog into a prince? So I, I did the eye roll because he's lied to me so much that mm. I couldn't tell if he was really telling the truth right. or if he was lying. And that's so sad. It is sad, you know. Yeah. Because I'm not, I, by, anybody by nature knows that I mean, I'm kind of like, you know, the M&M's peanut got the little hard shell all mushy on the inside. Mm-hmm, I just don't let everybody see that. Mm-hmm, <laughs> I see that. <laughs> um, so then he's like, oh, and it's so disheartening. And then I also found out my two aunts have coronavirus too. And I'm looking at him like, you didn't even ask me how I was doing. Exactly. But you vomiting your stuff on me. 
So that annoyed me. And then he was like, hello, are you there? I, I still didn't answer. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, are you still working? Oh, so you trying to be a hobo. You trying to see if I still got money so you can come over here. Uh, no, I don't think so. And then I, I literally like blocked him again. Cause my whole thing is if I don't speak to you for like 90 days, I'm in my mind, you've already gotten a hint. Don't call me. So mm-hmm. I, I, I'll unblock you. I don't like holding on to that kind of energy. Mm-hmm. I keep it just, well, just for a little bit. Cause yeah. you know, I'm, petty. I'm petty. I don't let things go sometimes. <laughs> working on that <laughs> I hear you said like sometimes, sometimes sorry and you know people have thoughts about blocking and I always say I'm going to block you if my spirit tells me to block you simply because while I'm healing or getting over you or whatever I'm doing for myself I don't need you interrupting that process yes and that is why I think blocking is necessary because you could be sitting here good you feeling all right you chilling and the next thing yes. you know boop here comes this person. And, and naturally what's going to happen, your brain just brings you back to that place. And now your body is now feeling in, in, in that place. I don't want you having that power over me. I don't want that. And so therefore I'm blocking you. Now, yeah, after a certain amount of time, I don't forgot about it. It's not going to bother me no more. Sure, I'm going to block you. And sure, I'll be like, oh, whatever. But let, let, me, let me reiterate though, what I've said in past episodes, they want to find your ass. They're going to find you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Blocked or not. Okay. Listen, they like they like Big Brother. They get different phone numbers all of a sudden. Yeah, but when y'all was in a relationship, where was you at? Crickets. Where was, was crickets. you at? But all of a sudden, after you know somebody blocked you and they can't find now, this is when you gonna find every means to come. Okay. <laughs> like okay. Like boy bye, boy bye. Exactly. Yeah. But I know Um, in our our conversations, you know, we've talked about so many things. And of course, just you can speak on whatever um, you feel comfortable with. But I, I admire you. And I told you that just your story, your tenacity, the fact that you, you've been through all that and still keeping it cute. You know what I'm saying? And (laughs) that's, listen, you, listen, when I tell you that is, you've been consistent with that all the time. And even when we go out brunch and all that, I'll be like, nah, nah, I got, I got to make sure I'm cute, cute. Cause I already know Patty going to show up. Like, (laughs) um, but being the fact that you've been through, you've had, you've been through so much. And I think the gems you had to drop on people is a, is essential, right? Like to the young yeah. women or women our age who are still going through it and having a hard time figuring it out. There's definitely so much to share there, you know, so much that I think everyone can can hear. It. And I'm talking about men and women can can learn from. Yeah. So please do kind of, of course, you don't have to go into at details if you don't want to, but just really sharing what that journey was for you. I mean. You know, they say when you look back on a journey, um, I'm going to mess up this gentleman's quote. I saw it on Instagram somewhere. Mm-hmm. But he said, when you, he said, in retrospect, when you're going to look back on all those years of struggle, you're going to see that as the most strikingly beautiful part of your life. Mm-hmm. And I mean, from it's been about three, almost four years in the making mm-hmm. since this breakup. And I mean, a lot of parts of it was ugly. Mm -hmm. Um, It was also very painful. It was stressful. Mm -hmm. It was gut wrenching. You know, um, it was hard. Mm -hmm. It was really hard. I won't even sit here and say that it was easy. A lot of people who saw me go through that process, they just saw the, Oh honey, you always starting every time I see you. (laughs) Hair always done every time I see you. Mm. Nails always done every time I see you. But people didn't see the pain. People mm. didn't see the late nights of crying. People didn't see me, you know, on my couch crying and just, you know, just asking God to just kind of just help me through the situation. You know, people didn't see, you know, the the network of people that were, you know, whispering into into my spirit and into my soul telling me, you know, you will get through this. You will love again. Uh-huh. Forgive yourself. That was a big part of it. Forgive yourself. Uh-huh. You made a mistake. You know, you messed up somewhere. Yeah. You know, and I mean, I say forgive yourself loosely, but I mean, have a stand. Like, I had a standard, but it wasn't exactly 
what I was looking at. I kind of just looking back on it retrospectively, it was the first guy that actually treated me well. And I figured that was it. No, Uh Uh no, you don't have to jump at. It's kind of like going car shopping Uh because I really want men and women to relate or it's like um, house shopping. Uh You know, it's the same thing in the dating world. You don't just jump at the first man or woman that gives you attention. Uh-huh. What, are, what is their motive? Yeah. What are the intentions for you? And, you? and you learn that over time. So this is why when I see people and they're in these, what I call microwave popcorn relationships, uh-huh. you call me boo and bae after three weeks, my antennas are going up because I'm like, I don't trust you. It's something you want or something you're looking to achieve because you don't know me. Right. You don't know what I look like in the morning. Uh (laughs) Right. You don't know what I look like when I'm hungry. Uh You don't know how I carry on when I'm upset, when I ain't get my way. But I'm bae and I'm boo and you do anything for me. No, let's just figure this thing out. But anyway, back to the journey. It was a lot of work. Um, You know, it was a lot of people that they saw something in me I couldn't see. They saw potential. They saw greatness. They saw, they saw the resilience. They saw the strength, you know. And I mean, outside of God, you know, doing all of that, what really kept me sane were my children. Yeah. Um, because there were many times that I, I just was like, you know, God, you waking me up again. Like, I, it, it would be better if I was just mm-hmm. in a box somewhere. Because mm-hmm. I felt at one point in the time like nobody cared. I was like, it wouldn't matter if I died tomorrow. Nobody going to care. I really felt like that. Mm-hmm. And it's bad because I know too many people, too many friends, too many family to think like that. But I was in that sunken place. Yeah. And um, I didn't know who to trust. I was telling people personal stuff about me and people were spilling my business all mm-hmm. over the street. Mm-hmm. And then adding their own, you know, it's a telephone game, adding their own little extra on it their own little pizzazz so it sounds more juicy than it really is Uh and I mean I just I had to get to a point where I sat in my house one day and I was just listening to some worship music because that's kind of like my way to recenter Uh and all I heard was two words you matter Uh you matter and that's where it all kind of started I, I, I had to believe that I mattered. Even if people didn't treat me like I mattered, I had to believe for myself, I matter. Right. You know, and you deserve more. You deserved everything that you, that you wanted. Yeah. You know, and I mean, it, it started there. So it started there. And then I had to go back to what's my why? Mm-hmm. Why am I doing this? It's one thing to look good. Why are you looking good? Right. right. I had somebody ask me, um, so who are you? I had a guy ask me, he's like, so who are you doing this for? You trying to one up an ex woman? And I politely flicked my hair. I said, Oh no, sweetheart, this is a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So whether I'm single or married, mm-hmm. big belly pregnant, you always going to catch me looking nice. Cause I, 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 that's just what I like to do. This isn't for anybody, you know? So throughout that journey, I really began to discover and become who it is that I am. And I'm still doing that work. I had to do a lot of forgiving. Uh And that's the part of the journey that a lot of people don't like, or they call it. It's like a, it's like, it's like a dirty word, you know, kind of like submission. It's like a taboo word, but I think people have forgiveness all twisted and messed up. Forgiveness means, okay, all that energy that I had against you, I'm no longer holding that. But you can still stay over there. Mm-hmm. God bless you over there. Mm-hmm. I don't want nothing, you know, wrong to happen to you, even though you really wished that on me and you tried it to me. Mm-hmm. But I forgive you. I forgive the acts and, and all that stuff that you try to do to me. But please stay over there. Yeah. Because now you're protecting your space. You're protecting your energy. And um, I had a lot of mental work to do. I'm realizing more and more, you are what you think about. Mm-hmm. You think about negativity. You think people don't care. You think you're ugly. You think you're fat. You think you're all these things. 
that's what's going to come out. Mm -hmm. And I mean, trust me, when you start doing the work, you don't have to make an announcement. People see it. One day I I went into the fish store up on Church Avenue. Shout out to them across the street from Bobby's. (laughs) Italians, they've been there for years. My parents have gone there. My grandparents have gone there. And I walked in, casual day, just to get some shrimp for me and the girls. And the guy's like, you know, you look kind of different. Are you eating? You exercising? What are you doing? And I chuckled internally because I knew at that point in time, all that baggage and all that weight and all that hate that I had against certain people, I had let it go. And now it's starting to seep out. And I didn't say anything special to him. I didn't do anything. I just came in. Hey, how are you? Um, can I get two pounds of, you know, of, of uh, the, the large shrimp? Mm-hmm. And he's like, you just got this glow. You look different. And I was like, oh, I knew what that was. I just laughed. That's a fact. And just so just to intercept, but I, girl, that's a fact because I remember, especially it was after my breakup, after losing my grandma, but it was like a few months into that year. And I had gotten to a place of just like, I shed so much stuff. And prior to that, like, my mom, like, when I'm talking about, when I mean prior, like, before my grandma passing, but also I was still in that, that terrible-ass relationship, and I'm already thin. I was, I lost weight. My skin was yes. terrible. Like, oh my. my hair wasn't growing fast. Like, it was just, like, so many things was just wrong. I was just drained, and I couldn't see it. And then, like, I had, we hadn't broken up, but we were on that verge um and then like I was I remember being over my my mom's house and she looks at me and she's just like why do you you know like you don't look good like my mama she don't hold no punches and she was just like you don't look good <laughs> like you know and I, was parents, right? I was looking pale and whatever and so now let's fast forward to now six months or so not even six months it was like maybe like th- two three months no about like three months after this whole breakup after this whatever and then I just like people literally started telling me you glowing like what are you doing and I'm just like when you shed when you shed the bullshit yes. <laughs> life just comes yes. no when I tell yes. you strangers like just random people and then people that I haven't seen in a while that all people that I saw regularly they was like yo you look good like you gaining weight your skin is looking amazing my hair just started growing and I'm like, yo, that's very real how we retain all that in our bodies. Yeah. Start healing on, on the inside. It shows on the outside. It really does. Let me tell you, I, I love pictures. You know why? Because they capture you in that moment. Yes. I tell people there's a few things that don't lie. Pictures don't lie and numbers don't lie. Mm-hmm. Everything else is a liar. <laughs> <laughs> And I say that because I look at when I first went through the breakup, I went through the divorce, I was thin. Mm. My skin was, I had dark circles under my eyes. Mm. Um, My countenance and all my pictures, even though I was smiling, I looked sad. Mm -hmm. Um, And then fast forward, I started looking at pictures a year and a half, two years in, three years in. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Wow, I see the I see the transformation, you know. And I mean, I I listen, sisters, brothers. I know it's hard, but them three words, "let it go," mm-hmm. you'd be surprised. I, I want I want people to visualize for a second. Yep. Holding grudges and weights and burdens is like holding ten bags of groceries in your two hands, mm-hmm. and you're walking around with it. You're going to the bathroom with it. Mm. You're going to work with it. You're, you're going all over the place with these bags of groceries. Right. That's all, that's all the, the junk that's in you. The moment you drop the bags and you let it go, Ooh, relief. you don't have to tell. You don't, and the thing is, the crazy thing is you don't have to tell people you're doing this stuff. Mm. You just make up your mind one day, yo, I'm letting it go. Yep. This person hurt me. They were wrong. I know they're wrong. They don't think they're wrong but I know they were wrong but I'm letting it go because it's not healthy for me and you make room for the things that you actually want and that is such that is not a lie like 
No. Like, once you let it's it not- go and you just was like, boom, I'm just, and it's not on some grudge shit. It's not on some, I, I, I hope them, I hope they die shit, right? Nothing. Just like, God bless you over there. It's fine. Whatever. And then literally, as you let go the crap that you don't want, the stuff you want is actually coming in. It, and it does. It just rolls in. It really does. Yeah. That's why I said you. That's why I said you are answered prayer. Because if I was busy still being a bitter Betty, mm-hmm. I would never ran into you. And matter of fact, I think I ran into you twice. Yes. Because we didn't exchange numbers the first time. Right. I, I ran into you again the second time. Yes. Yep. You know what I mean? And then we were just like, yo, we keep seeing, yo, let's just take each other's numbers, man. Exactly. Like, we need to hang out. And I think both times, I do remember it was twice. It was the first time I remember, like, being in a mind space of, like, you know, I got to go, whatever, whatever. And, but also thinking prior, like, I always thought, I always had the thinking of, like, I need to make more women friends. Like, I just want to have a better circle. So I was on the verge of that. But then at the same time, I also had apprehension in doing it. And so, like, the first time, and I was just like, oh, sis so probably busy. Let me just let me below. Like, whatever. It is what it is. But then it was also the notion in my head of, like, you know, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Oh, I know I have it on social media. It's cool. That was, like, my thought, right? But yeah. then I forgot how much time passed. I feel like it probably was, like, a month or so passed. Yeah. Before. Yeah. And the second time, though, I was just on a different page. Like, nah, I'm making shit happen that I want to happen. And so that's, I was like, girl, let's, let's do this. Like I, this happened for a reason that we kept running into each other. And so yeah. I'm like, be, you can't sit here and ask God for, for answers. And when he's giving it to you, you don't listen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was like, yeah, let's do this. Let's check. Let's, let's, let's um, connect with each other. And it wasn't some superficial shit because I think we both put effort into that. It wasn't just, oh yeah, you know, you take somebody's number and then that's the end of that. It was like, nah, girl, like a week or so. I forget how long it was later. Hey girl, I don't want you to think I forgot. We're going we to have that drink. You know what I'm saying? We're going to do it. We're going to do the thing. Um, and it takes effort. You have to also be willing to do the work. Not Okay, you got to let, you just said, let go of the shit. Absolutely. But yeah. you also have to be able to do the work so that you can get the shit that you want. Right? It's not just sitting yeah. at home like, all right, all right, everything I want, come get me. No. You want a bigger or better circle of, of supportive women? You have to go seek those people out. Right? You want to attract a better partner? Then you have to seek that out. You can't just sit and wait for that partner to come and break into your house and find you. Like right. you gotta go out there <laughs> yes. and, and find people and talk to people. And it may not necessarily be the intention of um or I, every man I told to was gonna be my man. Nah, but just I just wanna get to know people, like network yeah. and just and then you who knows what would have happened, you know? So you have to do that work. You have to. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and you know what? I'll be honest with you. When you, when I had initially seen you again, the first and second time, I had that same apprehension because I was like, God, you know, I've been through it with so many women. They come in my house. Listen, they they ask for a jacket to wear outside. They cold. Like I treat them like my sister, literally. Like I had one friend that. She could literally come to my house when I wasn't home. Because mm-hmm. if my mother or my stepfather was home, she was in my house, in my bed, laying down, watching TV. Oh, yeah, I was waiting for you to get here, changing my channel. We were that close. Yeah. So for me, when I bring women around me, we're not friends or homegirls. No, you're my sister. Mm-hmm. Like, you're family. You're that unofficial family, yeah. you know? And... I was like, you know, God, I ain't going through this. I don't like women. I don't this and I don't that. And I had to, and I had to stop that dialogue. You know why? I was like, okay, well, if you don't like women, that means you don't like yourself. Mm. And I was like, but I do like myself. Correct. I was like, no, no. Like we women, we need to stop that. Oh, I can't get along with women because this right. and that and the third. Some women are like that. Don't get me wrong. Some yeah. women are catty. Some women talk too much. Mm-hmm. Some women like drama but there are also men like that too hello yes okay can talk about it so let's not only put it on the women there are some men like that out there too yes um but i had to stop that dialogue and i had to do again a little internal work to figure out where did this whole conversation of me not liking women came from and you know where it came from my mom mom. (laughs) yep my mama. My mom. Because me and my mom, we always had this kind of contentious relationship where as a kid, she was always yelling at me. Make sure your clothes is neat. Make sure you hear this. Make and you know, West Indian parents like 
they've never been shown love then. Mm. You know, come here, come give me a hug. You know, I'm gonna love you a long time. They they don't, they're not used to that. Yeah. They're used to, you know, you get your ass whipping and you want to come have some dinner. Yes. Yeah, I make right. your ass tail, your favorite, your favorite that, dinner. You can give you. You don't need hugs and kisses, you'll be fine. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it was just like, I, I had to go back in the archives and I was like, you know, I'm an emotional person. I'm a little sensitive when I'm ready. And I needed my mom to hone in on that and to pick that up and to see that and to not yell, 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 yell all the time. Um, so I realized it, there was a lot of uh, uh, damage between me and her because it's like, at one point in time, I wanted to be you. Uh, I wanted to be just like you. Uh-huh. But you're always the source of my pain. So now I'm going out here, I don't, you know, trying to look for other women to replace what I didn't have with you. And then I get hurt by them. Oh, I don't like women. And I'm not going to lie to you. Like when women get together, like you and I, it's like iron sharpening iron. Yeah. Because you're like, listen, you know, I know you always looking good. And I'm like, yo, I know my friend always on time. So I can't be late. Well, I'm watching for you. Like, <laughs> I got, I gotta be prompt. Like she said, one o'clock. I gotta be here twelve fifty eight. And if I know I'm gonna be late, I gotta text her and be like, "Yo, you know, I'm gonna be like ten minutes late. <laughs> Don't kill me. Mm-hmm. I know you probably there already, you know." But it's like when you get those connections, like especially those sisterly connections, it's supposed to make you better. It's supposed yeah. to elevate you, grow you. You know what I mean? Like even that networking mix networking mixer that you and your friends had before this whole quarantine happened that was so dope right just a bunch sitting around talking about their agendas their businesses what they're doing Mm -hmm. and I sat there in the midst of everybody talking you were giggling away I don't know what you were laughing at Mm -hmm. and the other gentleman next to me was a photographer and I was sitting there and the only thing I said to myself was I need to be in circles like these Mm -hmm. the people that are doing what it is I'm looking to do. Mm-hmm. People that are, that have already gone. Like now it's just for me to rise up to where I see all these people are at. You know, and I say all of that, um, you know, just to go back to the main point of, you know, that internal work. So I had to cut that kind of rhetoric out. Like women are some beautiful creatures. Yes. We do so much for people and we don't get half of that back, a quarter of that back. We need to protect the sisterhood. How many men you know? They got friends from junior high, high school. They get married. They have children. They get old and great, and they're still friends with these same men. How many women can say that? We're not protecting our sisterly bonds the way we're supposed to. Yeah. And that's one thing I learned being married and then being divorced. When I tried to go back to those friends, they were like, nah, you already forgot about me. I want you. No more. Mm-hmm. Some people are like, all right, cool. Well, we just going to pick up. Like, it's whatever. Just glad you're back and you're around. Some people didn't receive that. But you know what? If I would have preserved those bonds in the first place, I would have had my safety net in the form of my network to fall on. Mm-hmm. I would have had someone to scoop me up off the floor those many nights I cried. I mean, I think society, society does send people a message I, w- I wanted initially to say women but I say people um a message that you have your friends and that's cool until you get your partner and then once you get your partner they're, they're supposed to be your only friend and your friends kind of go to the waist to, 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 to the wayside and yeah. that's something that I think women we do a lot I know men who do it too so that's why because I, I have guy friends who do that shit when I don't hear from him I'm like all right he, he, he caught up in some all right like and I just leave it alone but no you know what I'm saying it's just like all right but I think for me it was more hurtful when my girlfriends did it you know what I'm saying like girl I've been here for you and I know when he he gonna he gonna do some stupid shit and that's when you're gonna pop up and now we have to get through this shit together that shit right. was really hurtful but I think when I pulled myself from that emotional space to think about it, it was like this is messages that we're we're told you know what I'm saying like from society like yeah. Oh yeah, your friends are cool and cute. While you're single, you kiki kiki, you have your fun. But then all that stops when you have your man, and so you neglect those relationships when really you can feed both of them. You know what I'm saying? You can feed yes. Yes. 
because you need both of them. You do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, and again, you know, the, the wonderful thing about this journey also is live according to your own rules. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I had to learn how to do. And you know what? When you start living according to your own rules, AJ, people start hating you. Uh, and that's okay. Because they can't do you like a dummy. <laughs> exactly. They can't do you like a dummy. They, oh, you done changed. They, they can't put their hand on your ass and make you dance. They yep. can't make you dance. Oh, oh they're for sure. You, you different. No, you can't manipulate me. That's what it is. Exactly. But thank you for letting me know who you are. Uh-huh. You can talk to me, but you're going to talk to me nice. You're going to speak to me in the language that I need to hear. You're not going to talk to me or treat me the way that you, you was doing before and I was accepting. And that's that's a fact. And that, come, that goes for family, friends, partners, whatever. Everybody. Everybody. Yeah. You know, I mean, you really have to live according to your own rules. And I mean, again, I, I had to do a lot of this work post-divorce, you know, with, within myself. Because now what makes it even worse is I'm going through all this, this trauma and all this pain and I have two little girls watching. Mm. Yep. Yeah. They're five and seven now, but when I went through this, one was two and one was four. Plus the trauma of what it is that I was dealing with. Mm. And, and I mean, at that point in time, I had to make very quick decisions. Mm-hmm. And I had to also weigh the consequences of them. Right. So again, you know, going back to the whole thing of not liking women and 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 you know those kind of um, societal undertones, I had to address where those were coming from. How did they seep in? Mm-hmm. How did they get in to the mental? And um, I also had to look at okay, you have daughters. Do you want to perpetuate the cycle you just came out of, or do you want to start a new narrative with them? You know, and for anybody that has children, like they really need to understand that when you have a child, so if you're, if you have a son, just know as his mother, you are the first woman that he will encounter. Mm-hmm. And if you are yelling and kicking and screaming and telling him he's stupid and he's dumb, and he's never going to be shit. He's going to think when he gets older, that's what women are, are going to treat him as. Yep. And it's same thing for a father. Mm-hmm. You know, same thing for a father. If he sees, you know, you're with his mo- with his mother and you're beating on her and you're slapping on her and you're calling her a stupid bitch and mm-hmm. all this other stuff, he's going to think that he's supposed to disrespect women. So when I really considered that, I said, okay, I don't want my daughters to grow up with that whole thing of they don't like women. So I need to be, as that first woman, mm-hmm. I need to be right by them. Now, it's not to say I'm going to let them get away with murder. No, I'm going to tell you to fix your hair and be a lady. And, you you know, you're not listening. You need to listen to what I'm saying. You're talking too much. I close your legs when you're on the street, when you're wearing a dress. You know, don't be loud. Women are not supposed to be loud. You know, so these are the things I would would tell them, you know. But then at the same time, I just need to stand back one for a second and say, Babe, you know you're really beautiful. Yeah. And then you know the oldest one. Thank you, mommy. And she flicks her hair. <laughs> <laughs> she already knows who she is, you know. So I mean, there's also the the constructive crit- criticism that you give, plus the building up. Come, let's watch a movie. Uh-huh. Give them random hugs and kisses. So I'm already fostering that environment that, you know, women aren't bad. And I'm going to show you that women aren't bad. Mommy isn't bad. Now you will run into some bad women out there. You will run into some mean girls, you know? And I tell her, okay, when you're dealing with that, don't even, don't, don't even speak to them. Don't even give them that energy, that time of day. So I'm already teaching them how to navigate already, but I don't need to be the one messing them up. Mm-hmm. Home is supposed to be the place where they're nurtured, where they're grown, where we have conversations about being black where we have, we have all of this other stuff going on. And home is where all of it starts. There also needs to be love there, you know? So again, like, just living by your own rules and just figuring out what works for you, right. what works for the people around you. Yeah, I always, I admire you. And that's, again, another reason why I admire you and, and individuals who 
go through these life things, break huge breakups, but then y'all doing it with little people that are watching. Like, I couldn't imagine like the amount of energy and just the amount of pain and anguish and all the crap I felt after breakups or after like major breakups. And then to to deal with that and healing yourself, but then still having to care for other people, you know that you that need you, child. Listen, I give y'all the kudos. I give y'all all all that because it, it. I can't imagine like having to do that. It was so hard just focusing on me, let alone now having to focus on yourself and still spread yourself to two other people. You know. Yeah, I mean, again, you know, Bob Marley says, you know. You don't know how strong you are until you have no other choice. Yeah. And uh, that that's a real life quote. Um, I i was put in, in, in a hot kitchen plenty of times. And I'm not going to sit here and say every part of the journey was glamorous or I did the right thing. I made some mistakes too. Yeah. You know, but I also learned something that, um, you know, one of, I'm not going to mention which parent. Because to this day, one of them still don't know how to say sorry. Mm -hmm. um, but I've learned to, you know, say sorry, not just to myself, to my children, to the people around me. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, I was being, a, I'll be like, you know, AJ, I, you know, I don't know. I feel like I was being a grouch around you yesterday. You know, I'm sorry, man. Mm -hmm. I was just having a little, you know, and those things are important, you yeah. know? Yeah. Those are lessons, though, I think kids need to see. I mean, I don't have any children, but I still... Like with my nephews, I still give them that regard. Like if I lose my temper or if they see something that I didn't want them to see or hear something, I apologize to them. And I always stress to them, it don't matter how old you are, even if I'm older than you or so you're older than someone else, you can still give that person respect and regard. And you can still always learn something from a person. It doesn't matter how old they are or if they're an adult or if you're a child and they understand that, like they get that. So we apologize. I apologize to them all the time, you know, and it makes it also easier for them to communicate with you when they know that if you make a mistake, you'll say something. They're also fessed up and be like, you know, I did do that thing. And I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. And so it creates that, that bridge necessary in really not just the relationship you have with them but the ones that they're going to have with other people as well true true i mean and i mean something else too i want I, I guess the take-home point you know again in this journey is don't compromise mm. don't mm -hmm. compromise who you are mm -hmm. don't compromise who you are i don't care who it's for if it's for a man it's for for that woman for your children, don't ever compromise who you are. Mm -hmm. And you know, one thing I've learned about being newly single, um, it is lonely sometimes. And when I say it is lonely, meaning like there is no companion, mm -hmm. you know, there is no, no boo, there is no bae. But guess what? I have standards yep. and there's a certain way I want to be treated. So it's okay for me. I don't, I don't mind being alone. Mm -hmm. This quarantine, I realized how antisocial I am. I like to sit on my couch, uh -huh. watch my movies, sip a glass of wine, mm -hmm. put on a nice bra and panty set if I feel like I'm in that mood, <laughs> sit on the couch, uh -huh. and eat on some strawberries and do some real sexy thing just by myself. Because I'm okay. Like, I'm not hard-pressed, you know? What, whatever it, whatever that not compromising looks like to you yeah you know because because a lot of us women we get caught up out here and i got caught up last year god was fine mm -hmm. but he did so much to me that i compromised mm -hmm. and i was like oh i'm only letting him get away because he's cute no i no, you're bugging mm -hmm. you're just letting him know it's okay for him to disrespect you yep no 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 that's done i don't care how fine you look you still need to be a gentleman mm -hmm. you still need to be sweet you still need to be a human. Oh my God. Ask me how I'm doing. Yeah. Ask me how my day is. If you come into my house, don't come empty handed. Uh -huh. Say, babe, I stopped up at Popeye's. I just want to bring you, bring something to your house. Right. Be thoughtful. Yeah. You know, and again, I had to learn all of this through experience. Making a whole lot of, uh, making a whole lot of bad, uh, mistakes and relationships mm -hmm. and with people but i just learned don't compromise 
and you know and then, yeah no that's a fact that's an absolute fact but you don't even when you're going through this journey to self-actualization you are going to you're gonna fuck up like you're gonna still do <laughs> yes. some shit and then you're gonna be like oh child you you should have done that you know better okay next time next time i'll do better you know and then and then a lot of times i think you will still make mistakes but then the mistakes are not as intense or not as often but you're still going to make them like you're still going to have missteps and so that's definitely part of the journey so we're nearing the end of the episode so what are what are some gems you can leave our listeners for them to take with them on their journey do the work Mm -hmm. do the internal work it's about you at the end of the day do the work even if it's uncomfortable do the work um don't compromise don't settle have your standards and stick to them make sure they're realistic you know that's a fact make sure they're realistic but have your standards um and you know just enjoy the journey Mm -hmm. above all things in the mistakes in the hard and the low times enjoy the journey yeah and be open be open to meeting new people be friendly and um you know just be mindful that you are what you think because whatever you're thinking about just know you're indirectly and directly attracting that Mm. Mm -hmm. so those are just the gems i want to leave you know until the next time until the next time girl i see you i'm catching it i'm catching it (laughs) (laughs) thank you thank you thank you so much patty for joining us today's connection corner i leave you with a post from soul guidance on instagram it reads the more you grow the more complex you get the more you have to make peace with being misinterpreted Don't exhaust your soul defending what you naturally are. The right ones along your journey will accept and receive you as you are. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of the Oasis Podcast. I hope you were able to find something that resonated with you on your journey. Don't forget to subscribe, share this episode, and like us on Instagram at the Oasis Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, direct message us on Instagram or email us at ajsoasis at gmail.com. Again, that's A-A-Y-J-A-Y-S-O-A-S-I-S at gmail.com.